0: Welcome to the Wasatch Dunk Podcast, featuring Nick Wettenkamp and Chayton Peterson. Utah sports the way you want them. Welcome to the Wasatch Dunk Podcast, featuring Nick Wettenkamp and Chayton Peterson. Utah Sports the way you want them. Yo Nick, what's up, man?
1: What's up, Chay? How you doing?
0: I'm good. Good. How was your day today? It's all right. Nope. I heard some uh, pretty good news in the Wet and Camp corner recently happened. Is that true?
1: Uh, what are you referring to?
0: A little, uh, little work action. A little uh, big boss man now over here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. recently got promoted at work. So I, I say we start the show off with a little good news. Um, so yeah, really excited to get going with that.
0: Well, there you have it, people. Nicholas went in camp his big boss man. now. not, not really sure if I can even hang out with this guy anymore, but that's okay. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about, uh, some jazz basketball. We're going go over some March madness, uh, the coronavirus, and we'll talk a little bit about that since it coronavirus. But, uh, anyway, since everybody's so hyped up on that and buying all of our water, might as well talk about it. Uh, and we'll do some final thoughts. So to start out we're gonna do a little introduction to ourselves what we kind of want to do with the podcast uh so nick i'm gonna have you take it off here let's hear uh let's hear your backstory what, 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 what why are you so why do you think you're so smart in sports huh
1: um well i don't think i'm smart in sports i just like giving some uh rough takes and uh you know, acting like I do, and it's just fun to fuck with your friends every now and then about sports. So, um, true, no, but true. with Wasatch Dunk, this podcast, I really, you know, you have conversations all the time with people about sports. You have conversations with friends. Um, so why not record it and let other people listen and give their takes as well? So, uh, really just looking forward to see where this thing goes. Talk a little sports, uh, Maybe say some things I don't mean, but I'm going to say them anyway, and uh, you know have a little fun with it. As a as a backstory um, for me, huge Utah fan. Anything Utah, Chayton, you know this probably better than anyone. Huge Utah. Oh, fan. I know. Oh, I know. Um, mostly football and basketball. Um, big jazz fan as well. Been growing up a jazz fan my whole life and played baseball and basketball in high school. So really just a little bit of a, back, a background of me. Um, I would say I specialize in basketball and football, a little bit of baseball too. So we'll talk um, a little bit about high school baseball, local sports, um, the jazz, of course, uh, and you know, just give our takes on on that as well as a little bit of outside sports news as well. So it um, should be a good time. Um, hand it over to Pete. See what uh, what he's all about.
0: Yeah, man, that's good stuff. No, I feel you. Uh, we went to high school together. Both Granger High School alums. Uh, both played baseball together. In case you weren't aware, I think Nick leads our class in like doubles or something. Small little tidbit there. Always. Um, I played college baseball, and then I actually played college golf too.
1: Whoa, whoa hold on! Didn't you throw a perfect game in high school?
0: I threw no hitter. You're right.
1: Oh, oh, never. Don't
0: try to hype it up too much. Just, a, just a no, no.
1: I tried to up it to a, uh, to a perfect game, but
0: yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it was yeah. I did throw a no, no in high school. I um, also hit a dinger in our class. Not anybody could say that in our little, our uh, graduating class.
1: we sitting inside the park, but they called yeah, it back, so it was just a triple. There's no there's way, way I could have done that.
0: Um, yeah, I played college baseball. I played college golf, uh, so I've been playing sports pretty much my whole life. I actually, I also bowl, Storm Nation baby. Uh, but that's kind of where I'm at now is I'm washed up, washed up baseball player, play golf for fun sometimes. Maybe it's not so fun a lot of times. Uh, I also bowl. That's kind of what my main focus now is, is bowling, being a semi-professional, if you want to call it that. Uh, but yeah, I love jazz basketball, love just sports in general, watching sports uh, and kind of want to give, like Nick said, give our takes. We have these good conversations anyway, and uh, they're pretty entertaining. So we shot. We thought we'd share them with the people because uh, there's not really a whole lot of out there in Utah that are kind of going to discuss sports like we're going to discuss sports. So that's kind of what I wanted to segue into is kind of what we plan to do with this podcast and why we're different uh, is because everything's so proper here. I feel like with podcasts and local. Utah sports so we just want to have a little bit of a flair a little fun with it because there's a lot of people here in Utah like to have fun with their sports uh bring a little relaxed vibe and bring it like Nick said news for local sports we'll do some national news too because it's always fun to bring up funny stuff like that but uh yeah Utah sports man
1: and if uh, we get any once we hopefully establish more listeners we can have you guys give us some input of what you'd like us to talk about um also we have a buddy who is MMA uh we could potentially get some local MMA fighters on the show as well as some of our other friends um that we can interview on the show as well so we hope to you know make this something that we can do weekly uh, maybe even a couple times a week. So really looking forward to doing this, uh, seeing how this whole podcasting thing goes. Everyone and their mother's doing it, so might as well give it a shot. Chate's on TikTok. This guy has like 100,000 loops TikTok, or whatever maybe. you call I TikTok. still refuse to use that because I'm a Vine guy myself. So, But yeah, let's get into
0: it. Jazz Shout out to Nick the with the TikTok, TikTok plug. The <laughs> boys. boys TikTok famous. But let us dive in to our podcast. We're first going to start out with some jazz basketball, Nick. Jazz just played the Seas tonight. Uh, kind of a higher scoring, higher scoring game to start out with. Uh, we were over 60 points at the half, but uh, kind of cooled down there at the end. Uh, give me some of your takes on what you saw with the Jazz Seas game.
1: Um, Mike Conley tonight. Mike Conley, uh, 25 points. Joe Ingles, 7 assists. Um, and, oh, excuse me. Rebounds and six assists from Ingles too. So Ingles had a pretty good game. They shut down. Uh, they shut down um, Gobert for most of the game. But honestly, the Jazz looked really, really, really good um, in the first half of this game. Shot the three ball extremely well. And then, of course, I mean, you knew Boston was going to make a run towards the ends, um, which they did, but the Jazz held them off, and, and the Celtics just had one of those off nights where they didn't necessarily shoot the ball well. So, um, But Mike Conley, 25 points on 9 of 16 shooting. Uh, Marcus Mar- uh, Marcus Smart led the Celtics with 29 points on 9 of 23 shooting. So it wasn't a great night shooting, Um for the Celtics, they shot 37%. The Jazz shot 45 so I think the Jazz really took advantage of that. And the Celtics only shot 27% from three land, um, and the Jazz shot 37 The Jazz continue to turn the ball over. Um, re- I, I would say during that those couple four-game losing streaks, we just turned the ball over. And they're just dumb turnovers that we can we can limit. Um, and, you know, I think if the Jazz can help limit some of those turnovers and get into the rhythm of their offense like they know they can, we can, we, we can be a lethal team, which we've shown time and time again. So um, overall, pretty good game from the Jazz. Uh, second half was a bit rough, cooled off a little bit. But overall, uh, pretty solid game and a big win in Boston after losing to the Celtics last week.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I would agree. agree. Uh, um, we we played, played some pretty mediocre teams. We did lose for, uh, to the Suns and the Spurs that losing streak we had, and then we won a couple games against a couple bum teams. But uh, this was a good win. I think any win at this point is a good win. But we needed a good a good win against a solid team, which the Celtics are. Uh, interesting little tidbit. I'm looking here at the stats for the game. Uh, we won by ninety nine ninety four and. All of the starting lineup besides Mike Conley was negative on the plus-minus. Bogey, minus 20. O'Neal, minus 17. Rudy Gobert, minus 20. Donovan Mitchell, minus 20. And the entire bench was plus. So you had George Nying, plus 23. Tony Bradley, plus 25. Jordan Clarkson, plus 26. Joe Ingles, plus 22. So I would say it looks like the bench won us the game there. Uh, but, yeah, you were right. We uh, shot pretty well from the floor, 45%. Uh, when you shoot 45% and the opposing team shoots 37%, you should win games. I don't think it necessarily should have been as close as it was. Uh, I think that maybe it had something to do with down the stretch with our starting lineup just not playing great. Yep, That's probably where your plus-minus comes from and why it's so bad. But <clears throat> solid win. We needed to have a couple good wins, and um, I think this shows that the Jazz are okay. I don't think we're as bad as we thought during those last four losses. Uh, you probably could have made that argument had we not won this game, and we just won a couple bunch, a couple bum teams, beat a couple bum teams. But Celtics are legit, man. They're going to be a contender in the East on the, in the playoffs. Um, so yeah, this is a solid win for the Jazz. See's game. Um, now I know we have a not much time left before um, the playoffs start. Uh, we want to go over the remaining schedule, Nick. Uh, let's hear some good points, some bad points. Where do you think we're concerned? Where do you think we're happy about it?
1: So the Jazz, um, they travel to Detroit on a quick back-to-back. So they're in Detroit tomorrow night uh, in Detroit. So that will end their four-game uh, Eastern road swing. And then we have the, there's only 20 games left. So we're, we're flying by the end of the season here. So we're getting really, really close um, to playoff time. So the Jazz, I mean, any loss right now can really impact them in the in the Western Conference because again, the Western Conference one through six is really damn close. Um, but looking at it here, the Jazz do have a pretty tough schedule uh, to close this thing out. So we got the Pistons. I, you know, it's tough on a back-to-back, and any on any given night, any team can beat anyone. So that's going to be tough. But um, then we play the Raptors on Monday at the Viv. Then you jump right over to OKC, and OKC has surprised the hell out of me. And I know a lot of other people that we didn't think they'd be as good as they are, but Chris Paul is having a great season.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I was kind of worried about them getting rid of uh, Russ, not really thinking they'd be in contention, but they look pretty good. Look pretty good.
1: Shea Shea Gil Gil, Chris Alexander has been amazing for them. Um, Just a young talent that continues to prove himself night in and night out. So. The Thunder are a good team, um, and then we got the Pellies. I think the Pellies have a lot of hype now that Zion's back, so, I mean, again, that can still be a trap game even at the Viv. The Jazz lost four in a row at home, yeah. so anything's possible at this point.
0: Yeah, and they were on when teams were on back-to-backs. We, we like winning when teams are on back-to-backs. And they... They're
1: missing all their star players, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then... Just just going a few games after that. Then you got John ja Morant and the Grizzlies coming on the 14th, and then the Lakers, which you and I will be up. That will be a good game on the 16th.
0: Wasatch Dunk will be in the house at the Laker game, baby.
1: So that should be a good time. And then we go back to the Lakers uh, two days later. So, I mean, a tough stretch coming up um, in terms of some playoff contending teams. you got the Raptors, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, the Lakers. Uh, then you have the Spurs back to back down the stretch. So I mean, all these games are pivotal. Uh, and then we're going to jump right into the standings because I think this will kind of flow along right uh, right along with it. Yep. The Jazz currently hold the four uh, the four seed, a half game above the Houston Rockets. Which I, if we match <laughs> up with the Rockets, I'm going
0: to.
1: I just want I just want, I like watching more than four games. And unfortunately, if we play the Rockets, I, I don't have confidence, whether they're small ball or not.
0: Hey, hey we, we won more than four games the last two seasons against the Rockets, so it gives us a little more credit than that, but I do agree with you. Matching up with the Rockets, I, I don't think we make out of it. We just They just have a number, man. Like It's not even like they're a better team than us. I, I think we're pretty two solid teams. Not, they're so far matched better than us, but God, we just play so terribly against the Rockets. We just let Harden bend us over and and do what do what he wants and now they have russ who also likes to do that i think they hurt a little bit without um cp3's mid-range i think he spread the floor a little better because russ can't really shoot but russ's athleticism always makes him a threat um down the floor and they like to run the ball and they're small ball and you know, pull Rigo bear out in the perimeter and i it won't be good i, I someone i saw someone sweet that <laughs> during that losing streak it was apply for us to get the sixth seed so we didn't have to play the rockets um Half, halfway good idea, but the West's too close to be doing stuff like that.
1: True. I mean, if if it ended right now and we were the sixth seed, we would play the Nuggets, which I, I think we, we we can match up well against them. But, I mean, nikolai Jokic in the last game we played <clears throat> against them was amazing, and he's been amazing all year long. So the Nuggets are still a scary team. Uh, we'll, we'll go one through six because I really think – or even one through seven because that's really what – what's in competition because those teams can flip flop. I think the Clippers and the Nuggets will probably finish, you know, two, three. I think the Lakers, I I don't personally see them losing a five game lead to the one seed. So I I think it's for the most part safe to say that the Lakers are going to finish at the one seed this year. Um, I think the Clippers are playing much better than they did at the beginning of the season. Uh, They've won seven of their last three, and they've won six in a row. So the Clippers are a dangerous team. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Pat Bev. I mean, they got it all. Um, The Nuggets, again, a scary team. They got a lot of guys, a lot of lethal guys. And then you got Jazz Rockets, Thunder, Mavericks, which Jazz have beat the Mavericks a few times this year, so that's been good. But uh, Jazz got... um, they got beat good by the Thunder at home. Mm-hmm. We let uh, uh, can't think of his name now, but he went off for like thirty-something points against us. Um, yep. And then the Rockets, of course, like you talked about, they—I they, mean, we let Eric Gordon go off for uh, fifty points. Uh, that 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 just can't happen, well, um, especially when you're—they're missing their two best players, yeah. three best players, because Clint Capella was still on the team at that time. So. A little disappointing, um, but I do think the Jazz are playing better now. They've won four in a row, but last time we won four in a row, we lost four in a row after losing four in a row. Um, So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, what do you think, Jay? Where where are you looking uh, schedule-wise, standing-wise? Do you think it favors the Jazz? Do you think it's going against the Jazz? What do you think?
0: Yeah, um, it's a good question. I'm not, this Jazz team's hard to read for me, man. Like, on paper, we're better than we were last year, but I just feel like cohesively we don't look as good. Like, we're so inconsistent on how we play. Um, Rudy Gobert looked really good going up into the All Star break, and then he got his All Star bid, and now doesn't look great anymore. He just kind of looks lax, doesn't look, he looks a little complacent. Um, and, I've made this point to you before, but when Rudy Gobert looks aggressive, when he looks angry, when he wants to, when he wants to do what he wants to do, he does not But when he's just kind of hit or miss, sometimes when he's just not aggressive, uh, drives me nuts. But <clears throat> I think the Jazz just—we just need to play better. Like, I, like I don't think we talk about what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. Like, it's just playing better. Like, if you. If you play golf um, and you just hit a bad shot, like you just simply hit a bad shot, like you don't, you don't, you don't need to dwell over. The Jazz are fine. Like we have a, one of the best offenses during that stretch where we we had the best offense in the league during that stretch. We won a lot of games before that huge losing streak. It's not, it's not something we need to change. It's not something that we need to like go and pick pieces out of. We just lost focus. We just need to play better. And uh, I think people speculated too much. They put too much blame on Mike Conley. And I, it just doesn't It didn't look like we wanted to win. Like, I don't know, like other than we just kind of ran out there, turned the ball over, like you said, didn't play defense. And like that, that's just how bad do you want us? Just how much do you give a shit? And it didn't look like the jazz gave a shit coming out of the all-star break, which was kind of funny because we should be, refreshed at that point uh so the, the schedule you read off it looks pretty tough man um we're gonna need to play good i think i'm glad that it's tough i would say this because we're either gonna find ourselves and play good competition and not get satisfied with being mediocre or we'll miss the playoffs like, like it's it's just that simple, simple. So, so well, well i don't we, think
1: they'll miss the playoffs I, I mean we would have to like take a massive shit if that be the case but i get what you're saying like you they would they could potentially drop as low as a seven seed in play. And then we go to LA and we don't want to do that. So, um, no, I I agree. agree. And I think another thing to add on top of that is that, um, a lot of people are talking about Jason Tatum and how he's taking the next step in his Mm -hmm. game, uh, which he has. Jason Tatum has played really, really well. He didn't have a great game tonight, but I mean, Hey, it's one game. Um, but Donnie, I mean, Donnie's had a great season. He's had a Mm -hmm. first all-star bid, but and and i actually had a buddy who made a a, a comment and he said if it going into this season he said that Tatum or Mitchell could you could trade either one of them and either team would feel exactly the same as they they did if they had Mitchell or or Tatum so mm-hmm. but now he feels like Tatum is better than that which i can see i still think Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum are two great young yeah. talents. I I think the biggest frustration that I still have with Donovan Mitchell is that he continues to try and play hero ball mm-hmm. at at just the worst times. Like he just tries to drive in on three defenders, tries to get a foul called on him in the paint and it doesn't work out. Uh he either just loses the ball, throws up a, an awful shot and you know that's that's really where I think Donovan can still work on his game but overall I mean, no one has been better at the, uh, dribble penetration jump shot than he has an off and uh, on dribble, uh, oh, yeah. jump shot. So he's been really, really good at that. I know he's been working hard with that as well, but,
0: uh, yeah, no, I, I would agree. I, I, I think Donovan Mitchell looks worse because that during that four game losing streak, he had good numbers. Like, he put up solid stat line and filled the box score. And I just think, like, no one's going to go back and say, wow, Donovan Mitchell still looked good during that four game win streak or four game lose streak because we lost and we looked like the whole rest of the team looked like shit. So I think our, the Jazz's as a whole inconsistency makes Donovan Mitchell look bad. And I think that. Um, the amount of times that he has to play hero ball, I would agree with you that it doesn't look good a lot of times. But I think he has to do it so much because the Jazz bury themselves in holes. And then we just don't have uh, some the guy. Like, who, who's going to pull us out of that? Like, we kick the ball to, to Royce O'Neill and it's a brick down the stretch. So what, what does Donnie have to do? Like, I've, I feel a little bit that this is a little blame on maybe Quinn Snyder because I feel like he goes in the huddle and saying, like, we got to get Donnie the ball, we got to run this play. Because there's been a few questionable play calls that I've seen down the stretch where we didn't really have an idea of what it looked like to me. We didn't really have an idea what to do besides get Donnie the ball. And uh, so I, I feel like a little bit of that is forced on him. But I, I do agree he needs to read the floor. There's some times where he does look good and he reads the floor and he either makes a good shot or makes a good pass and then we just miss. Um, but I mean, we still lose games that way. So,
1: so I agree. and I. But I also think that, you know, I think that's where – Boyan Bogdanovich comes in to play is that that's kind of lessened the load for Donnie. I would but agree. But I, I think that's the most frustrating piece is that now we have another shooter mm-hmm. for him and you have a playmaker like Mike Conley, which you can make an argument for Mike Conley. I don't <coughs> know, you know, he hasn't played many games, but but with Bogey, he you know, he opens up the floor for you a little mm-hmm. bit more. He's a better shooter and he's I mean he's hit two game winners this year, so yeah. that's been great. But I think that's what's frustrating about Donnie is that he has pieces around him um, and sometimes he still plays his hero ball yeah. and it doesn't work out in our favor. But I, I, I don't think it's enough for me to be like Donnie, yeah. pick your head out of your ass. I think I, I ultimately, uh, he's my favorite player in the, in the league. Um, you know, I still love Donnie and it, it really, that's just one little nitpick that's, that I have of his, but other than that, I'm to see his growth and his third season has been tremendous. So I think there's nothing but up for this jazz team that they can just figure out, you know, the whole, uh, Mike Conley Mm -hmm. situation.
0: Yeah. I would agree with your statement with bogey. He played like ass, that four game losing streak Played like ass. So when you don't have that piece that we added playing even decent, I mean, you're just hands are tied. And I think a lot of, I just think that's just, the jazz is kind of identity to me when we play bad we just play so bad that we have no options and I, I don't know like other i just don't feel like i don't maybe i don't watch enough teams to know this but i just feel, feel like other teams play that bad like their whole roster plays so poorly that it's just jason tatum we have no other options because everybody's ice cold for that night um but i would agree he, he does need to make some better reads um and i just think we need to at the jazz organization just needs to play more consistent as a whole Ah. That's good talk. Good talk on the Jazz, uh, on their status, where they're going, some playoff implications. Um, Nick, it's the last week of college basketball, regular season, and then we're going to the conference tournament. So that means it is March Madness time, crazy time of the year, one of the greatest months in sports, I would say, uh, just just for the sheer fact that anybody can win, man. Like, it's just It's one game, you're one and done, man. And uh, I just put so much more added pressure on some college kids that may have not been there. This is their last try at, at winning a chipper. Uh, when you're playing a 16 seed that you don't really know of, I mean, you can do film, but you don't even have a watched film on them. You don't know them, you don't know their identity, and then you come in and play a 16 seed or a 12 seed or you know anything lower than like the top four in each side of the bracket, you just don't really know much about them. And then, bang, they have a great, they have a, uh, they play out of their minds. And what do you do when it's just a one game series? So I just think the one game aspect of the March Madness makes it so cool, makes it so exciting, and just uh, uh, opens the door for all 64 teams to really
1: have a chance. And I think, uh, honestly, I would say this is, if I, if, if someone said, what is, if you could only have one sporting spectacle to ever watch for the rest of your life, what would it be? It'd probably be March madness, including, um, the conference tournaments, which we'll talk about a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So, cause yeah, I, I agree. This is the best time of the year. There's nothing like March. You got baseball starting up soon. You got basketball in full swing. You got hockey in full swing. You got college basketball, probably, in my opinion, the best sports time of the year. Um, So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about conference tournaments. Um, It's been a weird year in college basketball. It's been a really weird year. We've had a lot of number one teams fall, uh, such as Duke. We've had Gonzaga. We've had um, Baylor. We've had Kansas been a lot of teams and a lot of teams um you know such as North Carolina who's normally a powerhouse who are 13 and 17 this year wow. so
0: I, I didn't really I didn't realize that I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you I don't really watch a lot of college basketball but I do watch the headlines and sports Center. I'm just I, I stay up to date I'm what I'm saying I stay up to date um, but yeah, I know I agree that they're like all of the good teams. Like I don't feel like anybody's like stand out. This is the best team, or there's three like powerhouse teams. Everybody's falling. Gonzaga falls to BYU, huge win for BYU, but they're a two seed and they're getting beat by BYU. And uh,
1: then you have Baylor, who just recently lost to Kansas. Um, you had Duke, who lost twice in a week. Um, I, if I had to choose right now, I think a favorite would be Kansas. I think Kansas has. Like traditionally, they're always a powerhouse, but um, this year specifically, they've looked probably the best out of any team. And I've watched yeah. a, you know a few of their games to to be like, okay, hey, this team's pretty damn good. Um, I've watched uh, Baylor; they're fifteen and tw- uh, two in the Big Twelve. Kansas is sixteen and one it was a really good game the game that I watched against them Baylor's a little bit more of a defensive team Bill self in Kansas is a little more offensive powerhouse I mean they've had names such as uh, Andrew Wiggins come through there Joel and B they've had some great guys go through Kansas uh, Baylor still having a hell of a year I mean they're they're the four number four team in the country they're 26 and three on the season I think those are two teams that you could definitely look at um I would say an intriguing. Uh, tournament that's always good is the Big East Conference. Uh, you have Seton Hall, who is having a, a hell of a year. You've had Creighton, um, who's right behind them, a game behind them, and then you have your classic Villanova Wildcats, uh, you know, in, in the three seed there. You had Butler, who I, I always have a soft spot for Butler. I don't know why. I mean, Gordon Hayward went there, but. Um, I've always had a soft spot for them. They've fallen off a little bit. They were like the number six team in the country at a, at a point. But I think the Big East tourney is always a fun one to watch. You've had the classic games such as the uh, the UConn-Syracuse game that went into like six overtimes or whatever that was uh, with Kemble Walker. That was great. The Big 12 conference could be good. I mean, I only think Baylor and Kansas uh, are, are good ones. Uh, but the ACC, I think this is another fun one. Um, Florida State, Louisville, Duke, and Virginia, all pretty damn good teams. So that's just kind of a, a national spectrum on what, we're, what to look for. And then, of course, in the SEC have Kentucky, um, who's pretty good this year as well. So uh, specifically, though, with, like, Utah teams, um, unfortunately, my Utes, they had some good resume wins. I mean, they beat BYU. They beat BYU, They beat Kentucky. Uh, but then just got annihilated by San Diego State, which in their, in their defense, San Diego State's really, really good this year. They've only lost like one or two games. Um, but yeah, the, the the Pac-12 unfortunately is a, again like a mediocre a mediocre conference. I mean, Oregon's really good. UCLA's turned it on, but Utah's sitting second to last at six and eleven in the conference, fifteen and fourteen overall. Hey. They just can't win on the road. They're 1-10. Yeah, they cannot win on the road.
0: That's a bit rough. Are they, do all the teams play in the conference tournament?
1: Yes. So, I mean, the Utes would have to win out yeah. Yeah. in order for them to make the tournament. So, yeah. if you're a Ute fan, unfortunately, uh, as history goes to show, if we line up with Oregon, we're going to get our asses kicked or we're going to lose at a um, buzzer beater from half court, which just pisses me <laughs> off, and I'm not going to bring it up. So that leads me to my second team um, in the Mountain West Conference. That's the uh, Utah State Aggies. Not a bad year, uh, nothing like last year, but, I mean, they're still having a solid year. They're 24-8. Uh, they're 12-6 and in the Mountain West at second. Uh, the, the, the highlight team is San Diego State. They're 17-1 and in conference play, okay. uh, 29-1 and overall. But um, Utah State, I think. I mean, they started out. They started out the year ranked. They just they haven't had quality wins um, to really back up their resume. So, if I had to pick, like, they have to win out. They would have to win the Mountain West tournament or make a deep run into the Mountain West tournament to make uh, yeah. the 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 people who vote on this.
0: You think if they lose to San? You said San Diego State, right? They're ranked, right? You they're probably going to make the tournament, whether they win or lose. You think?
1: I would say they would have to make it a close game because they played San Diego State.
0: Uh... Uh, so I'm saying, if San Diego State loses in the chipper, the conference chipper, do you think they make it without without the title? San Diego State? Yeah, yes. okay. yeah, San Diego State's
1: like
0: a sure. so yeah. So you you think that you know two point game down to the final seconds? You think maybe Utah State has a chance at that point? Yes
1: because Utah State hasn't necessarily played bad against San Diego State they lost 77 to 68 in the first matchup Mm. um, and then 80 to 68 in the second matchup so I mean it hasn't been great but um, I do think that they have a chance to make the tournament but they're on the outside looking in right now so uh,
0: well I mean they're also playing for something like San Diego State's pretty sure they're going to make the tournament like I, I'm not saying they're not going to play hard, but I, I think uh, that Utah State might play hard. If they get to the point where they play San Diego State in the ch- conference chipper, I think they'll have a little something to play for, a little chip on their shoulder, and, uh, you know, could pull it out.
1: But, I mean, it's always one of those things that if I'm a senior, I'm going to go out and try and win a, a, a conference championship nonetheless. So, sure, sure. But true, I, I, I do think that if Utah State can, you can see the Aggies um, in the tournament again this year. And then um, our last team – that we'll talk about. Oh, I haven't even thought about Weber State. I don't think they're good. I don't know. I'm sorry if you're a Weber State. Fan, so I can look it up here in a second. But Jesus we'll guy. talk. We'll talk about. Uh, we'll talk about BYU. Now,
0: let's talk about BYU. My guy Cosmo the Cougar. Man, hey, if there's a mascot, the fucks? <laughs> it's uh, Cosmo the Cougar. <laughs> let's uh, talk.
1: About. That's about the only good thing they have. I mean, they can't even beat us in football. They can't beat us in basketball either. Except. For Hey,
0: you come talk to me. You, you come talk to me when their mascot gets thrown from the three-point line and dunks. All right, you come talk. That to me. was
1: actually pretty cool. Um, but BYU this year, they're thirteen and three in conference play, uh, twenty-four and seven overall. I really think that they have a, a pretty good team. I mean, I look at this roster and oh, here, here we, we go. go. Let's, Let's hear this. Hear this. I, I there's just some guys that I'm like, you still play there? Like you like. <laughs> Honest, honestly like, so they have Yoli Childs which I, he, he's always been pretty good but TJ Haas I feel like this dude at this point is like 35 I know he went on a mission but I honestly feel like this guy is 35 years old and somehow still playing college basketball
0: Hey TJ Haas if you're listening to this I'm sorry man.
1: Like, I may be get, getting it confused with a few, like, Haas I don't know but there's I, I just feel like he's been on the team forever
0: uh, just to time out real quick nick weaver state is third to last in their conference with the big sky 8 and 11 so yeah you're right they're not very good they're not
1: good i i was pretty sure but i didn't know for sure but uh back to byu they had a huge win um not last weekend but the week before and they beat gonzaga 91 to 78 uh at, at the marriott center so most people have them in. Some people have them as a five seed. Some people have them as a seven seed. They're one and two against the AP top twenty, current AP top twenty-five. So I think they have a really good chance of making the the tournaments, um, whether they win the, the conference or not. I think they'll make a deep run. I don't what, think the uh, West Coast is that good? So what, so what conference, conference are, are they in? They're in, they're in the, the West Coast Conference. West Coast Conference. conference. So Who's all in that
0: conference? conference. Um, so is Gonzaga, Gonzaga in that conference? conference? Yes. Yeah, so
1: they oh, okay. have Gonzaga. It's normally Gonzaga, BYU, St. Mary's are the the top teams. The rest of them, I mean, you have Pepperdine, San Diego, Portland, Loyola, Maramount. I mean, just teams you never heard of. Just small, like they play in like high school gyms. So even Gonzaga plays in a tiny little gym. Yeah, they
0: do. Um, Shout out John Stockton though. Shout out to the Zags. I always have them going deep in my bracket. I I do like. like
1: I like and Mark Few. Personally, think he's one of the best coaches to never win an NCAA tournament. So I I do hope uh, that he can make one, uh, make it, make it. He has a good team this year, so I think he can definitely be someone who makes it. I think Gonzaga is a team that can definitely make a deep run into the into the Final Four again this year. So, um, but no, I think BYU's pretty much the only Utah team that's going to be a lock into this uh, tournament this year, which. Kind of sucks. Like, it's always fun to see, you know, although I'm not a BYU fan, like, it's still fun to, to watch them play. Um, but I also like to watch, like, Utah State, Utah. But it's just not going to happen this year. Utah State, again, is on the fence. But uh, according to some of, like, the national guys, one of the main ones is, is Joe Lenardi. He has BYU as a five seed um, playing Vermont. Um, and this would be in the Indianapolis Midwest region. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that they, they would be paired up in a tough one. They would be with Kansas as the number one seed. Again, this is all speculation right now. Right, this isn't right. anything that's that's finalized. Um, and then as another one, um, you have USA today that actually has them as a seven seed. So um, they'd be in Albany, New mm-hmm. York. So, okay. um, but yeah, that's that's your rundown on that. It, it, again, as much as I love. Um, as much as I love the NCAA tournament, I think I like conference championship week just a tiny bit more, and I don't know why, but it's just really fun to watch. So, well,
0: shout out again to BYU, uh, representing the state of Utah in the Chipper.
1: Just give Utah a few more years. Yeah. Um, on on you, I guess the last thing I'll say is with the with the Utes, they have a really young team. They have no seniors. They only have two sophomores, and the rest are freshmen. Mm-hmm. That's all they have. So. They, they were pretty, pretty solid, solid
0: last year, year yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, no, but oh,
0: well, that's that's they've, yeah, been, they've, two
1: they've been okay. But it, really, I think if this team can stay together, we have a pretty good recruiting class come in. Larry <coughs> Kostoyak has proven himself as a good coach. If we can just get keep these guys, have them continue to work hard together, play together, learn. I think the, the Utes are, are in prime position to be pretty good and make a run at the <coughs> Pac-12. Okay. Uh, the Pac-12 come in the coming years. So,
0: nice. well, again, shout out BYU. I'm hoping to see some Cosmo the Cougar action. That's about all I know on BYU. Um, but yeah, shout out to them making the the Chipper. Hopefully, they have a good run, and then it just makes Utah the Utes look better when they beat them. Um, good stuff. Good stuff on the mat March Madness. Uh, let's do two early Final Four, Nick. Two early Final Four. Um.
1: Okay. So Kansas. Okay. I got one. I have um let's see. I honestly think Baylor's good enough to get there. And then Gonzaga, I think, is good enough to get there. And then I love to throw in a little wild card. I'm gonna go Dayton. Dayton. Dayton is projected a two seed right now. They're number three in the country. But I watched them play, I don't remember who that they play. They play some small school. But I think Dayton's honestly a really good team um, as well that could be dangerous and a dark horse uh, in, in, in the tournament. And like you to, to touch on what you said is that they're honestly a really, like anyone can win, and that's what's really cool about this tournament, especially in those 7-10 matchups, 5-12s, uh, 4-13s, you can see a lot of upsets. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. But that would be my early, too early Final Four as of right now.
0: All right, all right, respectable. I respect it. Uh, I have Kansas too. Uh, Baylor does look good. I'll, I'll agree with you there. Uh, let's take a look. Here. Hold on. Let's see what we got. They still have. Uh, we're predicting Zags as a one scene Now I'm going to have Zags going deep. I have the Zags going deep. Um, and you know what? I, I, as much as you may not like this, my wild, my dark horse is going to be BYU. I, I, I do, do hope, hope they make, they make a good cool. deep. <laughs> Hey man, I want to see my homie Cosmo the Cougar on national television doing something crazy. crazy I right? would
1: give you like 200 bucks if BYU, BYU. Oh,
0: hey, you want to make this official on the podcast? Right here, here now, I'll, I'll you give you 200 bucks
1: if BYU makes <laughs> the <laughs> final, final 4. BYU, BYU, BYU makes the final 4, I'll give him 200 bucks.
0: Hey, you heard it here first on the Wasatch Dunk. That's how That's how uh, salty Nick is about BYU. They're they're not that good.
1: They're good, but they're not that good. Uh,
0: That's my dark horse. Uh, Too early. Final four predictions. Good stuff. Uh, Let's move on, Nick, uh, to some national news, some national sports news. Uh, First, we kind of talked about this a little bit uh, on our own. COVID-19? Coronavirus. Uh, But, yeah, the coronavirus has taken the world by storm. Uh, And Italy is saying no attendance, man. They don't want you at their sports games. They don't like you. Yeah.
1: Um, Italian sports actually cut all fans from attending any game in Italy until April third, at least April third. So that's that's crazy. Um, the only game I can remember in recent history was when there was the protests in Baltimore mm, yep, yep, a yep. few years ago, and the Orioles played, I think, the White Sox, and there was no one in yeah, their stands.
0: I remember that game. I I remember watching part of it on TV, and it was dead silent. You could literally hear the guys talking in the dugout.
1: Yeah, so it's – I think as a player it would be really, really weird. Like even just playing high school basketball um, and and baseball when we rarely had any attendance. But it's still – like it would be really weird if it was just like the coaches, the players, and – some statisticians to keep right. track of the, of the game and maybe a few reporters. Like that would just be really weird to have no one in there. And that just tells you how crazy uh, the coronavirus is. COVID-19, I should say. Um, coronavirus. But the, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I personally think everyone's tripping a little bit about it, but I get why they're doing it. Like mm-hmm. just precaution and you never know. Like, what's going to happen? But, yeah, uh, COVID-19 takes Italy by storm. Um, we also have another one. Uh, I think the only place in the United States as of right now is Seattle. I think Seattle has a pretty big yeah, outbreak. They,
0: they had uh, a nursing home where, like, 13 people died from coronavirus. Now, context to that, they were in a nursing home. <laughs> no No disrespect. No disrespect but they would have died if they had the flu too. Let's just get that out of the way.
1: They they did have I mean I think any sickness if you're older you're you old like if you're super young or or old you're more susceptible to right. them.
0: Now, it does it's a bit of a coincidence that 13 people died in one nursing home all with coronavirus, but that just means someone like if I came in with the flu to my see my grandpa and I gave 13 people the flu and they all died rest their souls. Uh, this wouldn't be news. It's only news because it's coronavirus. Yeah.
1: So, so yeah, that's that's a little weird. But uh, you know, locally here in the United States, we have uh, Stanford, who actually, um, I have a, the article pulled up here, but um, I'll read a little bit of it. But Stanford Athletics continues to work closely with Stanford Environmental Health and Safety to monitor and respond to evolving coronavirus situation. Um, ultimately. Some of the main things that they highlighted here, so they limit public attendance to approximately a third of each venue's capacity through April 15th or until further notice, Um, increasing the frequency of cleaning commonly touched surfaces and enhancing on-site janitorial service during competitions um, and providing attendees with COVID-19 prevention (coughs) supplies, including tissues and sinks, soap, and water. So a third of... Wow. the venue's capacity, which Stanford, if you look at their attendance overall, sucks. So it's, <laughs> they're not really having to do much <laughs> for that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, look at it. I mean, look at their football games. They hardly get yeah. anyone there. And they have really good teams sometimes. But, uh, you know, realistically, this is the first major one that I've heard of in yeah. terms of, you know, this is a major institution that is yeah. cutting back attendance. Due to this coronavirus, so I think this is something that's definitely very real, and I think it could happen here in Utah at any moment. I know that uh, Governor Herbert just actually put a uh, he put a uh, state of emergency yeah. out uh, just as a precaution. It's not anything mm-hmm. bad, but it's just as a precaution that if anything does happen, we're prepared.
0: Yeah, I I know he put out like an action team or something to handle situations, but I didn't know that he'd put out a state of emergency. Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, who knows? I, the game on the
1: 16th against the Lakers could be cut to a third of the attendees, and maybe we're we're the cut ones because we paid for cheap tickets. <laughs> ah. So. Um, yeah,
0: I'm not down with that. They can lick me with that crap.
1: But yeah, so that's that's the COVID-19 um, update. Really, nothing. Nothing. Oh, I have like actual numbers.
0: Let's hear. It. Let's hear. The, let's hear these numbers for the people. People want to know numbers, Nick.
1: So let's go through it. Um, these are some interesting numbers. I don't know. I guess you would just have a third of what they would normally have, but uh, the Avery Aquatic Center, this is women's water polo for Stanford. Wow. wow.
0: So yeah, let's hear what, what what we get from women's water polo.
1: It limits the attendees to 840.
0: 840? Do you, do you think they actually get 840 people on a, a normal, normal basis?
1: basis? Uh, I'm going to say that they maybe have you know, women's water polo might be one of those weird sports that like people, like, are into, and maybe the student body just says, "Yeah, this is dope."
0: This is. T- What's, what was it? You said eight forty. Yeah, so eight hundred and forty. So twenty-five hundred people in a pool, huh? Like, I'm just trying to imagine a pool that, outside of the Olympics, you would sit twenty-five hundred people.
1: Well, it could be like a multi-purpose type thing that has other, like, or they could just have. <coughs> Maybe like a track or something next to the pool and they just mm. make a bleacher. I don't know. Right. But yeah, that's All interesting. Right. Um, then they have the Beach Volleyball Stadium, which I know Beach Volleyball is huge in Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's kind okay. of cool. Um, this limits the capacity to 333 people. So you so know that, that's, that's more, than more than of a number, number than that. I, like I would agree. Um, and then you have the Burnham Pavilion, which is men's volleyball. This limits it to 475 people. um let's see some of the bigger ones so the sunken diamond is what they call it for baseball that limits the attendees down to a okay. thousand um, okay here's an interesting one the maples pavilion which hosts the wrestling men's volleyball uh, men's gymnastics that's also where they play basketball okay. which is okay. funny they so they have two different numbers for maples pavilion it might just be the way they set up the gym but uh, 2,345 people for basketball, which they're not going to really have to worry about because basketball's over and they don't really get that many people anyway. And then um, for wrestling, men's volleyball, and men's gymnastics, which I didn't even know men's gymnastics was a thing. But it's Ooh. 2,195.
0: Well, it's time to night, Nick. You, didn't you, didn't think, you didn't think men's, gym- men's gymnastics. Like, how, how do those, those people, people in the Olympics, Olympics get I don't
1: there? know if Utah have, Well, I get there's that, but... I Every school has to have a team. team. Utah's but must what? be a club then. Uh, uh, extracurricular. Uh, extracurricular? Yeah, it might be. What do they call word that at college? It's a word
0: for it. What's, what's that word? word? What's that what's that word? word?
1: Ah, I can't get into the word. This it's guy no. doesn't know. But so 2,195 people for that, and then softball's 333. So intermurals. So I'm, I'm talking about so yes. yes. that's So what that's, um, that's what's... Stanford's doing. They're cutting back a third of their uh, attendees. And I, I might be tripping on this. I can't seem to find it. So I might've just been dreaming this, but I heard that they had to, they couldn't sit in like the first like 10 rows or something like that. Like that might be something that I was tripping on, but, um, I thought I heard that from somewhere, but I'm not entirely sure. So.
0: But yeah, that's your, uh, COVID-19 update. Good old, good old coronavirus. Yeah, no, I, I do. I think it is real to an extent. I mean, it's not fake. Like it, coronavirus is a real thing. But I mean, if you go look at Lysol disinfection wipes, human coronavirus is one of the viruses it kills. It's been around for a while. We've known it's, about it. it, it we it, just don't have a cure yet,
1: yeah, or we're I working mean,
0: on a cure. We're, we're working on a vaccination. Can't cure, cure you. Can't cure viruses. <coughs> but but I need to be so literal. On hey, it, but we're, we're literally gonna, here at the wasatch <laughs> dump. No, but uh, I, I like the buying out the water, man. Like, I want to go get some water, and I can't even do that now. Like, my homie had to buy two two packages, two big things off a pallet of cat litter because people were taking all the cat litter. <laughs> what what we are done? we doing? What are <laughs> we doing? We, we need cat litter, like just because it's in the cleaning section. Like, you just walk down the cleaning section of Costco and you pulled everything off the pallet. Come on now, come on.
1: This that actually might be a smart idea, though, if you think about it, like if if so, like if i were in like a post apocalyptic movie hey, uh, i, I, you I didn't know go where you're going with this. this you you may like just bury yourself in a shit ton of cat litter well, and, no, and just and where just where have like a going. snorkel <laughs> that like penetrates above so you could still breathe and that that will like cure the sickness because what,
0: what in the hell is the purpose of the cat litter and how is so it? So you're cure like buried
1: in it like sand, so you're buried in in cat litter. So you have a snorkel so you can breathe, and that's, that's going to stop, stop the and that's going to stop the spread of the coronavirus. <laughs> that's, that's so or oh my God. or what you could do uh, <laughs> because it, it hides the scent of shit, so it's going to stop the penetration of any sort oh, of virus that bacteria. comes in. Yeah.
0: This, this is the virus, virus we you know odor well,
1: virus. virus you never know unless you try, so that that's probably why some people are buying uh cat litter, I would say, God. but I've also heard people buying a ton of toilet paper
0: yeah they 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 so the CDC put something out that maybe you should stock up on like on Lysol wipes and like um uh, dish soap, like soap to clean your hands, hand sanitizer stuff like that you, not to stock up, but you should have some with you at this point and be a little more clean cleanly clean. Have a little more cleanliness in your life, but um, I, I, for whatever reason, people just bought water. Like, like they're gonna turn off the water because of a virus. I, like, I get you're gonna bury yourself in your house. But like, w- we're not even really close to there yet. We just want to wash your hands. Just do some normal shit that you would normally do. What I did see though, this is where I thought you were going until you took a giant left turn. turn. <laughs> and we we, t- we took a NASCAR left. left turn at Daytona here. Um, there are people on Facebook marketplace selling big packages of paper towels and stuff.
1: I have thought of this. I I have, um, my admin at work, she buys water and we're out of water now and she can't buy any more unless she's going to buy this huge thing for like 300 bucks. So I said, you know, there was like six bottles left. And I said, you know, I could throw a sixer of water on eBay for like a 100 bucks and then bid that
0: mm-hmm.
1: and let's see what we get for it. I also think hand sanitizer's going. Nope, no,
0: hands- you can't get that stuff anymore.
1: So hand sanitizer on Amazon's gone. Um, but so yeah, I mean you can make a product. Like if you have any of this stuff, I honestly think you should, yeah. you should look into selling it because you can make some good money on it.
0: Now, I'm not an advocate for price gouging. I don't, think it's necessarily the worst thing in the world though under having an yeah, understanding oh we the fed like if you want to get into it, the federal reserve trump did have federal reserve cut some rates or like yell at them for it. whatever he does they had to cut some rates the rest of the world was cutting rates at the uh, the federal reserves Um uh, i know this is not sports related but nick brought it up um <clears throat> price gouging isn't that bad i think it just makes the Things to go to people who need them the most. I don't think it's right. I think if we have the resources, that we shouldn't be doing it. And I think it's a little ridiculous to be profiting on um, Facebook Marketplace with bottles of water. I think that's a bit ridiculous. So if you have those, don't sell them on Facebook Marketplace. Come on, man. I, Facebook's gonna Mark Zuckerberg's going to hit your ass. Just know I, it. he, he, it.
1: I think it's I I <laughs> I'm a capitalist, and I think you should make money any way you can. Hey. And this is a prime time to make <laughs> money.
0: I, I hope Mark Zuckerberg track. tracks I'm you down. I'm
1: just kidding. I don't do that. But yeah, right. so that's going to 19.
0: COVID night, coronavirus. You almost got me to say the ridiculous actual name of it. It's coronavirus. Shout out to Corona. I know they're hurting right really now. Yeah. It's, it's Modella Let's time. What's with
1: that? Don't... Like, I'm... for. So we're going to watch Stylebender fight tomorrow. And I'm just going to get a bunch of Corona. <laughs> and I'm hoping it's on sale. I'm hoping I'm going to spend like five bucks on some Corona. And... I'm going to try and drink as many as I can, start feeling good, and <laughs> see what happens. So,
0: Yeah, I'm going to pass on the coronavirus. You know, they had a study. I think 38% of Americans absolutely would not buy corona beer because of, they're uneducated and they're ignorant. Like that. I mean, that's not what well, they, they think it's connected to coronavirus, but really, they're just ignorant. Ridiculous. Anyway... Uh, part of our national news segment is we're just going to go ahead and look at some headlines. Have no context to those headlines on the sports website, and just give you our take. We don't have anything. Uh, I haven't read these posts yet. I don't know anything about them. Uh, this one, I, maybe I do a little bit because it's coming up this weekend, and might as well talk about it. But first thing I saw on ESPN is the style bender fight, um, Adesanya versus Romero. I don't know anything about Mister Romero. Uh, All I know is uh, Mr. Stylebender's a little weird and comes out to a music video that was looked like a cut rate production. Uh, That's my take on that. Shoot me if you want, I guess. But a pretty big fight this weekend: UFC Stylebender Romero. Uh, We're actually doing two title fights, co-main event uh, with the women. Uh, I don't really know their names, but I'm just looking at the headline because this is headline Tanks. What do you What do you What do you have, Nick? What do you think about the Stylebender fight?
1: I think it's going to be a good fight. I think <coughs> Romero um, can win this fight. I do think that Adesanya will be the favorite. And he's just fun to watch. Like, the dude comes out, like Shane was saying, he dances. Um, he's, he, like, he's just a fun dude to watch. So, uh, really looking forward to the fight. Um never seen Romero fight before. So I don't have a lot on him, but I definitely do think from some of the articles that I have read that he Mm -hmm. can definitely win this fight, um, as well to, to stay on. I'm going to actually turn this into something different. Did you see the video of Khabib kicking Tony Ferguson's belt at the, uh, at the press conference today for the, this is so the Adesanya Romero fight is 248 for the 249, will be Khabib versus Ferguson. Um, which will be a lightweight title match. Hmm. And Khabib kicked Tony Ferguson's belt. Did you see that?
0: I, I, I didn't. Like, like he you just kicked, kicked it? it. Like he's wearing it?
1: wearing it? So, yeah. So, Dana White's in the middle of it, and yeah. then they both have their belts around the shoulder. Okay. Tony Ferguson puts his down on the ground, and he says, your belt and my belt, let's go right now. And then, of course, Dana White, as normal's in the middle, like, trying to separate them. Um, and then Khabib, they start John. I don't know exactly what said like <laughs> kicks it off of the <laughs> kicks it off of the stage so i'm probably going to buy that that's april 18th um okay. probably yeah. th- that should be a good fight uh be the last time we saw him fight was, that was that's like, it was connor mcgregor when he lit. when he jumped outside of the oh, ring yeah. so um so if you haven't seen that video i mean i think barstool yeah. posted it mm. espn posted it shout that's out to barstool, barstool. Um, shout out so, hey, you know,
0: no, fights coming, fighting's coming back, I feel like. I feel like they've had some more entertaining fights lately. Like, we're buying them. I didn't used to buy fights. I don't think the a long time people didn't buy fights. Uh, hopefully, I, I I would hope at one point they can make enough money on, like, advertising to bring it back to national TV so they don't have to do pay-per-views anymore. I mean, they
1: do. they just not the <clears throat> big fights that they yeah. do them.
0: But... Um, it's good. I, I like fighting. I think making a comeback is good for the sport. I think the entertaining fight, like as as much as people may say it's ruining the sport, all those old timers, boom booms out there saying that some of these things are like the entrance for uh Fury and Wilder. That that was legit, man. Like that, that was cool. Just, just seeing that, that made, the made the fight. That was um, cool. so, so. I know, like it's just entertaining, man. That's like as as much as you'd like it to stay the same. Like that, we our generation people that are, are generation below us like like you're gonna have to entertain us because that's who's watching and that's who's going to be alive and i don't know they just kind of have to get used to it i guess that's what i'd say but good for vi- good for fighting for coming back
1: yeah let your, your headline nick, nick what do you, what do you, what do you, got, you got for me? me so i think this is a good one um sports gambler accused of sending threatening messages to scores of athletes
0: to scores, scores of, of athletes? athletes? so oh, like, like, like a, lot a lot of athletes. Of athletes. Yeah, so oh, okay, it's, it's okay.
1: probably like he did a parlay or something like that, and he didn't win the, like, <laughs> let's just say, like, like, Gobert didn't win the tip or something <laughs> like that. So he's out there saying, like, Gobert. I'll Shout be- out
0: to my man Adam Sandler with the tip on all of his parlays. That's how I run my bets. If you're not running your bets like that, you're a smuck. Yes.
1: Um, so I guess my interpretation of this is – exactly what i said the parlay mm-hmm. um, probably missed a few <laughs> he probably bet big and then um, yeah sent some threatening messages to oh. some some athletes
0: what about what would be like get a dm from some guy i, mean, I don't even know if you would even check this dm when you what out are the this?
1: chances of even seeing it
0: I don't yeah, I don't know. Like and I, I don't really like this, but a lot of athletes don't actually run their social media. I'm not I'm not i I'm not a proponent for that. I think it's stupid. I don't know why you would even have one. You just do it for, for the, it's all like the fame. Like, fame. Uh, um, but it's, it's it's not really ice. you. Like shout out to at least K D tweeting on his own account and talking shit with people. It's awesome. But no, what if you actually did read that and some guys like, Hey bitch, fucking lost me ten bucks? <laughs> I tell him this ticket his ten bucks and shove it up his ass.
1: I I don't know. It's one of those things that I, I don't think any athlete. I mean, we we take athletes for granted a lot of the times, where we say, "Oh, you know, you missed a shot or you missed yeah. a play or something like that." And we <coughs> receive death threats, um, and you know, it's. I don't think it's right, personally. No. So, you know, it, they're they're still human beings, and I, I'm I'm sure that although some of them may just play it off, especially in this case, I'd be like. Yeah, dude, I don't like. What do you want me to do with your twenty buck parlay that you just <laughs> put on there? Like, I don't like. What do you want me to do? But, um yeah, I, I don't. It's it's unnecessary. Why why even go through the effort? Because that honestly, I don't think any of the athletes would even see what that guy sent to them. But I guess it made national news, so I guess some of them had to have seen something. Yeah.
0: Or, I, if Freddie Gobert loses me a bet because he didn't fucking dunk the ball. I'm sending him a DM and we're gonna have some words. Uh hey, the next time I go to a game, I'll run down there and we'll uh he'll be lefty and righty. Uh but hey, shout out to my homie. Messaging scores of athletes getting on national news. Smart idea. Cool. Well that's national headline takes. Uh so <clears throat> moving on to our next segment, uh, and our last segment before we hit the wrap up is uh we're doing some we're doing boozing with the boys. So as you can see, Nick and I have some beverages, you probably can't see, but Nick and I have some beverages, some adult beverages, and uh, yeah, we're just going to take some, some time, have a little discussion on a, a few stories, good, bad, take it however you want. I'm going to have Nick lead the way here uh, and just kind of inform the viewers of something he thinks is interesting, uh, a clusterfuck, cool story, good, feel good story, whoever, whatever it is, boozing with the boys.
1: Um. So I'm what? drinking. I'm drinking a Saturday.
0: Saturday, enjoy. Getting
1: ready for uh, summer. Mm-hmm. So, um, ready to go there. Um, I would say my my good news story is Steph Curry was back. The yeah, Shed's Steph Curry back in back. The Bay. Yep. Um, I think he had like 23 points, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I just think it's good for the league. Like I I, I hate to see <clears> guys <throat> like that out. Um, I hate to see KD out. Uh, you know, so cool to see. Steph Curry back in, um, especially with how bad the Warriors have been this year. So I think that's something cool. That's, uh, you know, I think the league needed that. But overall, uh, I think that's a pretty cool story.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, as much as I agree with you, I don't think it's a good story. I think Steph Curry should have sat out until the end of the season. There's no reason for him to come back and re-injure his hand. I would have milked that. You're a
1: professional uh, athlete. I I personally think yeah. You're professional. professional like that that's your, your body. body. Yes, but you're also competitive. Yeah. I think the dude was fine months ago. He just was milking it that long to where he's now at Mar- beginning the beginning of March. If you have like, 20
0: games left, what's the point? to scrim. He might as well
1: like play, like uh, and risk, risk getting, getting hurt. I think he's going to be fine.
0: Uh, I think he. I think he should have had the red vest on at the scrims. Just shucking up threes, staying staying sharp, keeping that keeping those hands of his still clean. He doesn't need to be in the the dog pound with our our big I, homies I, out there. I, I think
1: I think it's good. I think it's good for the league, good yeah. for the views. Deal. I guess the only the only shitty thing with it is that now they switch the TV schedules up. Yeah, and they put the the like you could have a, a playoff implicate a, a game that impacts the playoffs quite a bit. And they're going to take that off of national TV and they're going to put the warriors mm-hmm. and whoever they play just because they got Steph curry. Like yeah. I get it from a, from a business standpoint, but I do think, cause I know the jazz, I think the jazz nuggets got moved off and the, the yeah. warriors got replaced well, in their spot at we, the end of April. We had
0: a, we had a game with the warriors that was supposed to be nationally televised until, until yes, yeah, Steph Curry got hurt. So oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh but yeah, I I wouldn't play. If I were him, I wouldn't play. Uh, you're getting paid that much money. It's your body. And uh Clay Thompson's not coming back. The Warriors have no chance of making the playoffs. Um or even if they did, they'd have no chance of, of getting past the first round. So stay out. Get yeah. Steph. Stay out. Don't play. Don't, don't don't cheat us. Don't don't try to fool me. I know what your plan is. You're hurt. You're hurt. Take Sorry. each there. It's all right uh so good story good story i didn't really put much thought to this that'd be a lot easier than that um well i i I, let me go into my my feel good story of today uh is that your boy is tiktok famous your boy is tiktok TikTok famous famous. my My first first tiktok TikTok ever ever. shout Shout out out to to tiktok TikTok, making making that that possible. possible For the, the first time, time in my career, career I, I do, do have a positive follower-to-following follower ratio. <laughs> Never happened before. <laughs> Shout out to TikTok. What's the your What's that your happened. Instagram? Oh, no, it's not <laughs> good. You want to look, let's, <laughs> let's take a, look. a <laughs> look. It ain't good.
1: So, my Instagram, ain't, good. so my Instagram, I'm going to be, my, gonna be honest, honest with My Instagram, Instagram sucks. us. I don't really, really know why. I don't really know what to do. I don't think I have a follow a positive follower following-to-follower ratio. Let's see. Let's see. So, I have
0: 290 followers pretty piss poor in itself even without even, even if it was positive, positive for, for instagram uh, uh i have 135 posts and i just made my instagram how, like many, how many do you follow 705 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so i don't know if anybody knows what's, what's going on, on with and how to use uh instagram like apparently i don't know what i'm doing and, and i try to use pretty cool hashtags and it doesn't really work, out. work but out but yeah shout out to myself tiktok famous now for my first tiktok average couple jill 100,000 views, 90,000 90, views right, right now. It's just me doing a bowl ball. Apparently people, people like to see that. that. Who knew? Cool. Well, Nick, that is the end of the Wasatch Dump podcast. Our first one is in the books. This is episode one. Uh, we're going to do a little, little, little review of what we did, a little wrap-up. So give me some final thoughts. Final thoughts of the day going into the next week before we record our next episode two.
1: Um, Jazz got a big week ahead of them, so... We'll continue to follow them. I think that'll just be a huge um, topic on this pod going forward is the Jazz. Um, and also March Madness. I think, mm-hmm. honestly, you'll probably hear the excitement in my voice next week of how happy I am watching uh, March Madness and watching the the, the uh, conference tournaments. I think that'll just pro- probably be – I mean, that if you're c- catching prime Nick, like Nick in his prime – like March, Nick, huh? March like March 10th through <clears throat> April 2nd. Prime whenever, time, Nick. Whenever the uh, the tournament ends, so okay. that's just so yeah, you'll probably hear the excitement. So I would say you're going to hear a lot of that. Going to hear a lot of uh, um, jazz and maybe even some more developing COVID 19 stories, which I think will be fun. Oh no, yeah,
0: we got to keep the people updated that, on that, coronavirus. The,
1: this, it, the, it, you don't hear it enough, so you might oh. as well hear some more.
0: Okay. Well, we'll keep we'll keep the people updated on the coronavirus. I do agree with you. Jazz season's winding down, so definitely going to be a topic. Uh, you know, till at least June when the playoffs are over. Um, we're going to the we're like we had mentioned. We're going to the Laker game next. Not not this coming Monday, but the Monday after. So we'll do a little preview of that, uh, and then we can do a little review after the game. Kind uh, some thoughts. The number one seed Lakers lebron james out there if he shows up again i've made the statement before if lebron james rests for this game uh, i I won't utter his name again i won't utter his name again i paid 75 dollars to sit in row 16 of the fucking upper bowl if he doesn't show up like those tickets will be worth 25 bucks that's ridiculous he's already a communist if he does this to me again i'm out total anti-lebron um But yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, hopefully we can talk about, there's some uh, in the future, some, we'll talk, maybe to review the fight, the stylebender fight. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nick, we've got some social media out there. You've got an Instagram and Twitter. Uh, what You know what your handles are? Shout out to the people.
1: Nicholas Troy 13 N-I-C-K-L-A-U-S. 13. Troy 13. Yeah. yeah. You can find, find him on Twitter. Twitter handle too? Yeah, Twitter handle all too. Yep. All Twitter too. All the same. Nice. So, so find
0: shout out to Nick, hit him a follow, you want to stay up to date on some news. Mine is Chayton underscore Peterson. That's C-H-A-Y-T-O-N, Chayton, not Clayton, underscore Peterson, and that's spelled with an S-E-N. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, you name it. I've got it. Uh, you can also follow the Wasatch Dunk. Uh, we'll also be having a Facebook and a Twitter and an instagram dedicated to the wasatch dunk um yeah so if you guys ever have any questions send us our way dm us we'll uh love to have them on the pod answer them questions uh, but yeah hey that's a good episode nick good episode one good start to the podcast season
1: i just want to say that if you dm us i would say there's a hundred percent chance you're gonna get a reply Cause <laughs> we would have no one anyway. <laughs> and I think you're going to have a hundred percent like you're going to get replied to. So please give us any, uh, any recommendations that you'd like us to talk yeah. about. Uh, you know, it's the Wasatch dunk and we, we named it cause we're from Utah. We'll talk Utah sports, but honestly we'll talk about a lot of other different things like we talked oh, about sure. today. So, but yeah, I think it was a good time.
0: So, sounds like Nick's DMs are dry ladies. If you're listening to this, my boy Nick, hit him up. Yeah, DMS will answer. Love the feedback. Peace, Nick. Peace.